Hello, and welcome to the Big Mental Health Podcast, also known as the Big MH. My name's Alex, and I am the co-founder of the Big MH Podcast, and I'm joined with two special individuals here today. Um, oh, I don't know about special. <laughs> I'm starting off. <laughs> and uh, we did say last time about introduction sessions and about how we all met each other and what went well, and we, we want... Do you know what? I'm going to leave it to the two special people that's going to sort of talk about themselves. Um, their names are Mark and Faith, and yeah, they're going to introduce really how special they are, how I've met them, and why we really want to start this podcast off. So, Mark, I want you to speak first, if that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I that's do that, Mark. Drop, drop it on my toes. <laughs> yeah, go on. Well, um, hi, Mark. I, I've got mental health issues. Um, But I just get on with life. Yeah. Um, I have my good days. I have my bad days, like everybody. Um, some days I don't want to get out of bed. Um, other days I'm raring to go. You know, I got the the, the energy. You know, I got the energy of a a Duracell bunny. But <laughs> you know, it's yeah, it's it's an interesting life having yeah. mental health issues. Not problems, issues. Um, I, I live with my mental health. I don't suffer with it. Um, Massive difference there. Yeah, there, yeah. You, you know, if, if if you let your mental health um, take charge of your life, if you like, um, it can be a very very dark place, um, which I've uh, experienced myself. Um, I was deep in addiction, uh, drugs, drugs and alcohol, but mainly alcohol. That was my uh, my go to crutch my best friend if you like um, but you know I've come through it um, I don't drink no more I, I don't take drugs the only drug I take is nicotine and uh, caffeine um, that's going to be surprised how many actually do that without thinking right as something being addictive because mm. a cup of coffee I know people will drink a cup of coffee and will have probably where's the conversation the day in the gym six or seven cups a day and then somebody came into the conversation like you actually drink six to seven cups of coffee a day <laughs> yeah. do you not realize how bad that is for your because it's um it's not even a liquid is it because you're actually isn't it dehydrate your coffee there yeah. was something in there mm. they didn't even realize yeah so they're in the gym well, it's and, a, yeah the, ca- the caffeine it's a stimulant it's, it's, it's a stimulant and it also um, is it diuretic or is that tea? It's, it's very similar, yeah. Yeah, um, it is, isn't it? Yeah, where they say, it's, yeah. It's the same with, with a Coca-Cola, you know, in the summer, Coca-Cola <coughs> is probably the worst thing you could ever drink. Yeah. Because it will dehydrate. Does it caffeine? You know, help. Yeah. Best thing to do, <coughs> drink water. You know, yeah. simple as yeah, simple something as simple as that. Yeah. It's bad you mentioned nicotine as well, though, because people probably wouldn't see that as an addiction. Oh, you Long drink yeah. smokers, would they? No. Oh. But then I also... I also think you need, there's got to be some support, doesn't it? Like, it's not crutch, yeah. but I know you mean. You've got advice. Yeah. You have yeah. to have an advice. Mm-hmm. And I think with me, um, I've got a very addictive personality and I've suffered mental health all through my life. I would probably say the age of, and this is probably when I can remember, the age of 11 or even 10 in primary school. So only 10 years ago then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, looking good. Yeah. Uh, all that fresh air, you know. All that yeah, fresh air, yeah. Healthy yeah. living. Yeah, healthy living. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I did, I suffered with it then. And I think, and it stems back to my childhood. And I know I've talked to Alex about this before. 
And I look on it about like the next generation, mm. right? With my generation, it was brushed under the carpet, it wasn't talked about. And looking back, if I'd had the support when I was 10 years old, mm. there's no way I would have gone through life with all this crap on my... I wouldn't have. You know, but then again, I think if I, if my life would have been different, I don't look at it like that, because I've learned so much, and I wouldn't be doing this podcast today. If, but maybe. Yeah, you exactly. You, know, you, you can't really go yeah. back. It's like, you know, like you said about your generation, Probably not not much difference in age between no, us. No, there isn't a But as you said, being swept under the carpet. Yeah. You know, even today, now we're in twenty twenty, yeah. and mental health is still a taboo t- subject. Yeah. Not as, not as bad as say twenty thirty years ago. Yeah. I think people are afraid. For professional people, you probably say I'm wrong. I, this is my my opinion. Are afraid to. To deal with their mental health Do you know issues. what I think as well? They don't know how to deal with it. Exactly, exactly. And do you know what I think as well? And I read something the other day on addictions, and he was saying that um, addiction doesn't just affect homeless people, it doesn't affect um, different groups of, um, excuse me, I don't even know the right vocabulary to use, right? But there's no gender, there's no um, age bracket, mm-hmm. there's no... Um, there's not a group of people, or oh, you're addicts, you're homeless, you've um, come from a broken home, mm. you're a, dis- a dysfunctional family, uh, you're gay, you're bisexual, or transgender. There's no specific area. It affects everybody. Addiction doesn't care it does, yeah, what you've got exactly. or what you haven't got. You know, you could be one of the richest guys in the world or in Britain, yeah. i.e. Simon Cowell. Yeah. Or you could be the guy who sat outside Greg's yeah. asking for change. It, Addiction doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Who you are, where you come from, what you've got, what you haven't got. Yeah. If it wants you, okay, it'll yeah. bloody well And I you. was reading again, or oh my fault, I researched everything, mm-hmm. um, addiction is hiding in an emotion. Mm. And if that emotion isn't addressed, with me, it was never addressed. And I had counselling, again, at the age of probably 17, I've had loads of counselling, never helped me one bit. Um, it's only now, I would say, uh, 2017 was a massive a massive, massive year for me where I addressed it and I took up fitness. Mm. And I talk about fitness, I needed to get out. But that's your addiction. I, yeah, it is it's my addiction. Posi- it's a it positive is addiction. addiction. It is. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, yeah. You're, you're benefited from yeah. it because, you know, I, I might be speaking out of turn here, but you, you've got control of your no, mental health issues. No, I'm addicted to fitness. I am addicted to Yeah, you're right. Through, yeah. through that positive addiction, yeah. you've got your life how you like it. Yeah, and I know with addiction, releasing like certain chemicals in your brain going to the gym and doing a run i can come home i can tackle the world yeah, yeah. somebody can say something to me and i if, even if it's negative right what if it back? yeah i will take it as negative because yeah. that thing in my brain whatever chemical it is the alcohol used to give me drugs whatever it was mm. i now get it from that yeah. yeah and not being able to run for a couple of weeks i know my mental health will massively yeah. massively <coughs> but it's learning and I know you've discussed it earlier recognizing living with mental health mm-hmm. it's fine to live with it yeah it's recognizing when you're going in that dip and I will with my anxiety I think right Faye <clears throat> you, you dip in it's okay because you know you dip in yeah you know and I think right you still get out of bed you've still got to get dressed you've still got to go here nobody's going to be looking you thinking you've got this thing on your head mm. you know because you do think that mm. I used to think it um, or I put a hat on, or I put my hood up. But then I think, oh, why well, I put my hood up? Because people are looking more then, because people with hoods up, yeah. there's stigma attached yeah. to that. Um, but yeah, there's loads I can talk about. Yeah. But it's only now I can open up and just say, 
I'm passionate about breaking the barriers down completely because no, I don't want anybody to walk in my shoes and nor have it recognised early on. Mm. And I just think if people can speak out, there's no stigma attached to it, it's okay. You should be able to go to the doctors if you've got a broken leg and go to the doctors um, and just say, yeah, I've got a broken mind. Mm. And is that, does that make sense? Yeah, broken yeah, mind yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because your mind is broken. It's just you can't see is it. Is that wire is not connected, I think. Yeah. And it didn't connect for a long time for me. And I like the point you made about professionals not feeling comfortable, maybe confronting it. Yeah. Because you can't see it. Yeah, of you course. Can't, physical injury, you can see, you can fix. Yeah. You can, it, it, it's, it's 12 weeks. Like, like with my ribs. Yeah. With, do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you could, well, no, it's under the skin so you can't see it, but the way that I'm holding myself, that you I was holding myself, you could tell that there's something wrong. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just because you can't see the injury doesn't mean it's not there. Exactly. And I think what it is with emotions, people are scared of people's emotions. Mm. And I found myself, I read a book, um, 2018, it might have been Brené Brown, and it was all about vulnerability. But I didn't know that was even a concept, right? But, and I'll say to you both, I was already in that concept. I put myself in such a vulnerable position mm. because I had nowhere else to go. I literally was so vulnerable. And I thought, well, this is me. I cannot put that mask on anymore. You, accept, you accepted it. I was drained it. completely. Yeah, you, you, know? ac- you, you accepted it. Yeah, where you I were. accepted who I was, and I thought, you're either going to like me who I am, or I've got like to, I've got to learn to love myself. We've all got flaws. Mm. I can look in the mirror and think, oh, your face is looking great, it's looking fab. But you know, on the inside, I can think I'm crumbling. Because mm. the day, and I talked to somebody earlier, you know, it's like hour by hour. Some days I can have minute by minute. Mm. I can wake up in the morning and think, yeah, it's okay, or it's not okay. And then I think, no, i got to get through it. And I think, why have I got to get through it? And I think, I have to, because it can't get the better of me. And I and I talked to Alex earlier, Mark, and I was just saying, my little motto that I've taken on now, every negative, and I say to, you know, my daughters or whoever, there's always a positive on the corner. Yeah. If I don't think that way, I wouldn't be sat here. Mm. And I know that's really hard yeah. to, to say. I thought, no, if I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to just say it how it is. Because I wouldn't be sat here today. Yeah. I wouldn't. No. And I do it for the people. Because I know I, I, there is people who love me. Although sometimes I don't think they do. You know, but yeah, you know that kind. And yeah, you think yeah. you have to rely on your own little tactics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a really long intro. Oh, yeah, I didn't introduce myself today. It's all right. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. Don't right, worry. Okay. But actually, you've, you've really brought us on to really what episode one is about, which is positives and negatives. And actually like you said, turning a negative into a positive. And I think you both really have done that so well in, in, in your mental health journey. Because I don't think mental health ever stops. That's the, I think what people want is a quick fix. They want something that, and if that's pharmaceutical drugs, if that's some sort of social inclusion activity, whatever way you look at it. Um, whereas like you said about the physical injuries that you have, you can fix them. Mm. And it generally, you, you may have pain for yeah, up to 12 weeks, yeah. but generally you, you resolve and you get on with your life. I think believe mental health can't just be fixed with one visit no, no. or twenty visits. No. Or there's no time frame on it. No. It could take ten years. It could take twenty years. It could take five minutes. And everybody's different. Exactly. We've all got different makeups, haven't we? Yeah. And, yeah. And I think that's what you were saying earlier, like about the generational thing. And I don't think that's really changed because, like, my generation now, being twenty-five, looking at that is people just don't still don't feel comfortable with like you said taboo subject. It's getting better. Mm. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. But it's still not being resolved in the sense of. Maybe it's maybe I'm 
we're, maybe the three of us are made differently in the sense of how we see it. I think you've got to give someone a purpose to, to really feel valued into something. Yeah. And like you said earlier, Mark, you know, that physical activity that you did in the summer, you know, recently what you did with School Hard Knocks, mm. was absolutely, you know, it gives someone purpose to you do something. You need a purpose for life. Yeah. Like you said about running. Even for living. Mm. Yeah. 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 And you need something that ticks you a box. That yeah. makes you happy. Yeah. And again, I looked at something the other day. Oh, sorry, I researched everything. And I read so much. And again, reading was my go-to. And I know if I'm stressed, I can't read. So I'll do something else. And he was saying that... Um, I'm going off track here completely, but I might not be. But it may be... I don't know. Um, and he was saying that we all need something to live for. Mm. Even if we're not a parent, because not everybody's a parent. No. Not everybody have got their parents. Not everybody have got siblings. Not everybody have got a circle of friends. So it's finding that little happiness just for you. And don't give that happiness or rely on somebody for your happiness. Yeah. Um, I'm on my own now. I'm really happy on my own. I've been with somebody for 20 years. I've been on my own for three years, or nearly four. Um, and I'm happy on my own. Mm-hmm. But people say to me, oh, do you, know, do you want anybody? Uh, or you'll be happy if you get somebody. I'm thinking... Well, not really, because people do think that. Mm. Why haven't you got a boyfriend? Why haven't you got a girlfriend? Have you got, have you, are you married? Have you got a partner? And if you're seen on your own, people think, oh, why are you on your own? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and that, yeah. that's a massive thing. They're right about that the other day. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, because I think a lot of people just... It's like when someone's not... And not pregnant. Like, yeah. yeah, I get that, I get well, that. When's your second child coming? Yeah, me. When's your second? My first. I'm my second, you have another one. Hang on. I go, what? I'm just at the second one. <laughs> I'm literally not thinking about it. I'm absolutely knackered. Mm. But do you, you think know? That's, do you think that's society, Mark? Do you think that's like how we portray, like society portrays, like you've got to have a house by your, well, it used to be 21, 25, now it's 30, it's extended. But so, society screwed up. Mm. Oh, completely. Um, you know, you, it's not so prevalent now, but you know, back in the day, you had your, your upper class, your middle class, your, your, your yeah. lower class. Um, yeah, so society's messed up. Um, it's too materialistic yeah. as well, do you think? Oh, yeah. It <laughs> is, isn't it? I was going to swear then. You can swear, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's, it is, isn't it? You know, I hate it, it. It's like me. My motivation in the morning is to live my life the best way I can in yeah. a positive way. Deal with my shit um, and get through the day. Uh, you know, I'm a recovering alcoholic, four and a half years sober. In the morning, I'll say to myself, I'm not going to drink for today. I say that every day. And just before I get my ugly head down for the night, I say, well, then you haven't drunk today. That's another day sober. And that's, you know, that's two little things I say to myself on a daily basis. Sometimes I'll say them out loud, but sometimes I'll say them in my head. Yeah. But that's what, you know... I'm happy uh, with my my life at the moment. You know, last year was bloody awesome for me. Mm. You know, like playing in the World Cup, uh, the Homeless World Cup, you know, and finishing it off with the School of Hard Knocks, playing with... All right, I got injured, but... (laughs) Them eight eight weeks, the eight weeks that the School of Hard Knocks run for, the guys I met on it, not just, you know, um, the facilitators, but the guys who were on the on the course with me. It's just like a, a little family, do you know what I mean? It's like I've got my Homeless World Cup family, you know, I've got my School of Adnox family, and, you know, I, if, I'm feeling, if I'm feeling like shit, I can pick the phone up and 
I'm not, not going to say any names, but yeah, yeah. you know, it's all feeling like crap today. You know, I could do with it with I could do with a chat, and you know, just chat about anything, and be you know, before you know it, I'm like, wait, I'm feeling much better now. Um, you know, there's this um, two guys, awesome guys, uh, Darren and Reese from Inch by Inch. Oh, I've just two, found them, Mark. Two, oh, they are bloody brilliant. I'm joining. The they walk on the eleventh. I yeah. think. Yeah. Two, two. Oh, I, I just, I, I can't speak highly enough of them, Darren. I've just he, found them, Alex. Yeah. I don't know how. You know, ask me out. Yeah. Maybe through School of Hard Knocks Probably. or something. I seen them on Facebook. Well, and I Re- thought, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, Reese always puts something on, on Facebook. Very good. Honestly, oh, amazing. The, the pair of them, but. Fucking class A blokes, I know, like, do you know what I mean? Sorry for swearing, but that's, <laughs> you know, that's what you'll get from me. You'll get honesty, and if I'm passionate about something, I do tend to swear, so yeah. apologies now <laughs> for the future. <laughs> yeah, for the future podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what, what two awesome guys, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, you know, look them up. They're on Facebook, look them up inch by inch and see what they're all about. Brilliant, yeah. No. And that's the thing, like, we were going to move on then to say what's helped, and you've started that ball. And we did say, like, it's called Hard Knocks, we know that's a charity run. Yeah, very good. And how it Amazing. works, and the looks of building people um, <coughs> generally up from nothing, generally, and yeah. saying actually that you have got a purpose, and that's what we all sort of say. Yeah. Well, yeah. on the first day of school, at the school of Hard Knocks, I was that anxious and nervous, I threw my guts up. Mm. Outside, what's going to be confronted to you? Yeah. yeah, I you know I didn't know what I was gonna, what what I was walking into, who was going to be there. Yeah. Um. But you know, like after about half hour or so, a familiar face walked in, and I was straight, I, away. It was straight away. I you know I felt calm, and you know I spoke to the, I spoke and I spoke to him about it as well. And he said it was the same for him. He saw a familiar face. He was like, that's, you know, at least I know someone. <laughs> Isn't that good though? Mm. That if you see a familiar, pl- yeah, it is. I th- I, seeing a face you recognise. I think it eases you. Yeah, of course, it, yeah. It calms you. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, that's what it, it did, did for me. And it's about making that step as well. You, you, I have no problems. I could say to both of you, right, we're going to go to Paris tomorrow. And I mean that in the nicest way. We say we're going to Paris yeah. tomorrow during the podcast. You, you both come. You make that mm. first step, you would come. Yeah. If someone, like you say, when you, you threw up and you felt that anxious, nauseous feeling, yeah. it's still didn't put you off about going, it's about what your mind's telling you at that mm. time. And that's what That's the hard, because I think you have a battle with yourself then. Mm. It's that internal battle, and like you get, your mind is saying, yeah, you have to go, and then thinking, no, I'm not. So I always say, I'm quite animated, so I'm animated as in with my hand. So I'll have one part of me saying, yeah, fair, you've got to go, yeah. No, do you really have to go? And I think, well, I'm going to gain this gain. Because you haven't been there, you don't know what's there, you don't know, but you know you should be going. And I do it every now and then. Um, and, and I think another thing I'll talk about, only because it'll come into this, is about being isolated. Mm. So when I was at my worst, I isolated myself um, totally. And I knew that was bad for me. I'm the most social person you'll ever meet. Um, and when I go quiet, I go quiet. And that's when people come up the work, and woodworks and think, oh, hang on, where is she? Where is she gone, literally? And people will just spam my email or my texts or phone calls. And then I think, no, I'm okay. I just need to be where I am at the moment. But yeah, and isolation is bad. But I didn't see it at the time. Isolation needs to be a very good friend of mine. Yeah, and it is. It is a friend. Yeah. When you need it, yeah. you need it. But then it's, it's, 
it's negative isolation yeah. and there's positive and I always think that so I now choose to be on my own mm-hmm. but if I'm on my own I'll watch something on TV or go for a run on my own or meditate I'll read a book and that's been on my own but it'll be for an hour mm. when negative isolation it would be days yeah. you know and I watched a program on Netflix yesterday and it's called Mind Games and it's really good and it was saying that people are meant to be with people we grew up with people you know so we are meant to be mm. with people not 24-7 you know, we all need our own little space, but some people can't live without people, mm. and it's just getting that happy medium and thinking, yeah, if I want to go out, I turned many, um, uh, I say, social gatherings down in December. I had so much going on in my personal life. I didn't want to tell everybody. Nobody needs to know all that, mm-hmm. you know. And I didn't feel the need to have to share it. And I thought, but years ago, I would have felt, oh, they need to know. Why, when, how, what, who, you know? Mm-hmm. But I thought, no, they don't need to know. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not going. I don't need to, like, you know, give answers to anybody. And that's another thing I've learned now, well, that it, healthy boundaries. Yeah, it's what you just said there, then. You don't, have to, you don't answer... You don't have to answer to anyone. No, just answer I thought to I yourself. did see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, if you can... If you can be happy with what you're doing... Yeah fuck the rest of them exactly if they don't like what you're doing I've learned that now the hard you know, way <laughs> you know yeah. it's a door if you don't like it bye yeah. see you know see you again yeah. it's about keeping yourself happy and but I think being a people pleaser as well and that comes with mental oh, health oh don't get me going <laughs> on that bloody and yeah. that's a massive one Alex I think I don't know if you'll yeah. you agree yeah. Mark I used people to people pleaser I used to be, be that a, comes with mental health massive that yeah, is I used to be a I'd be happy if I was pleasing people. Yeah, I mean, Do you yeah. Know what I mean? Um, yeah. But no, you got I please myself. Yeah. My partner, she's happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Everyone's happy. You know, like I said earlier on, I get my down days. Um, my partner knows now. She'll say, "Are you okay?" She gets one word answer. She would. Right. She's away. Yeah. She'll. She won't leave me. No. But she won't engage in conversation. Space, she'll, she'll give me that mental space, not yeah. like space away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But if I feel I need to get away, I can. You can. I can. I'll go into the backyard and have a cigarette or wind the dog up. Um, <laughs> but and she knows my cues. Yeah. If my legs, if my legs start shaking, she's yeah. He's anxious about something, or yeah. one, of my, one of mine is I like, I, 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 you know, I twist my ring or take my ring off and scratch my ring finger and what have you, and other things, you know, play with my ears and used to be play with my beard, yeah, but you know, I can't do it. <laughs> that much say now. I know, <laughs> I know, no, gone. yeah, yeah, it's my, gone. yeah, my barber <laughs> took it on a bit too much. Uh, well, because I, I added cut short for an award ceremony. Um, the Welsh Sports Awards. Right. So I thought, I yeah. gotta look, gotta look smart and what have you. And I was taking his, and um, taking his time to, to grow back. Uh, but I went up to Swindon to see friends in New on New Year's Eve. So I thought, oh, I better you know tap myself up, make myself look a bit, a little, <laughs> a little bit presentable. All on presentation, Mark. <laughs> By the way, you are looking dashing. Yes. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, so it's a bit. So I gotta. I'm going to let her grow out a bit more now. But I'm not dying in red anytime soon, like I did in the World Cup. I know, I, I, I was going to ask you about that, in saying... like, Why did I do it? No, well, yeah, yeah. It was a I, day. I, 
Was it? An ex squaddy. You don't dare an ex squaddy because mm, they all no, no. can do it. That's another thing. When you, when you said about appearance, sorry, Alex, did you want to no, say no, anything there? And that's another thing with mental health, right? Because your appearance um, is massive because that's how you want the world to see you, mm. right? So, yeah. um, and this is off my own back here. There's no research here. This is what I think first of all. Sorry, oh, I was going to research. Something some research. No, it's not. It's a I know. It's a personal view, this. Because I think... Um, it's obviously um, how you represent yourself. Mm. So you can dress however you want, right? So when I was growing up, um, I always dressed. Sorry, I understand. Oh, excuse me. Um, I always dress however I want. But when I was growing up, I was bullied for that. Mm. And I think that was a massive. I was a bit different. Mm. And I say different, really lightheartedly. I wasn't different. I was just me. Yeah, yeah. I was just me. I was a normal girl growing up. Uh, in the valleys, fine, I was happy. Well, that's what I thought I was. Yeah. But I was bullied for the way I dressed because I didn't dress like them. Yeah, because you didn't conform. And I, yeah, because I didn't conform, right? Yeah. But what I wore, which I thought was great, I had tartan, I don't know, leggings or tights, I had a, a skirt, Dr. Martin's, black top. And I was a bit punky or um, I liked my piercings, I had quite a few piercings. I know that's massive now, which is mm. fine, you know. But I think at the time when I was growing up, it probably wasn't. Mm. So where my friends were all in gold and fobs and that, I didn't do that. Mm. So I was a bit, but that was my way. I, I was quite, uh, I say this, I was quite artistic. I still am. I still draw and paint and write. Um, and again, that's another outlet for mm. mental health. I still do it. I had to go back though and find out why I did it. And I found my artwork and everything. And being able to dress and not have that look. Because I used to wear clothes, and I know for a fact, I don't know whether they thought it, but I'd have that look or that glare and think, oh, she's bloody weird. What the hell she got on? And then again, I think, oh, I won't wear that again. Because you just have, because it's deep ingrained from my childhood, or my teenage years, or 20s, I think I won't. Yeah. Well, so it, you know, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. If you all dress the same, what a boring place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, go into town, you see. You know, you see, you see the goths and and uh, and, and emos or whatever they yeah. call them. Not no disrespect. No, it's always too. That's the way you. Yeah. That's the way they choo- choose yeah. to live it's their life. life isn't and it? I tell you what, I take my hat, I take my hat off to them. Yeah. If that's the way you feel comfortable, then fuck everyone else. Yeah. I'm sorry about the language. Yeah. But What's the word yeah. I'm looking for? I'm looking for the word because obviously you're representing yourself, but it's your identity, yeah. how you wear. Or how you wear clothes, what you do, it's, it's you, isn't it's it? You, yeah. It's your life, right? It's yours, you should be able to do what the hell you want to do with it. Mm. And it just pisses me off that, like, in society, we stop from living our best life from whatever means mm. it is. Because my mental health, like I said earlier, sends back way back, back into yeah. my childhood. It wasn't addressed, so I took it all through my 20s, 30s, and my early 40s now. And it's only now I can open up the book and well and just think, do you know what? Well, I opened up my soul. I just think I can't be doing it anymore. Mm. And in the last four years, I would say, you know, three four years, I'm there. I am there, and I think, and I was talking to somebody earlier about New Year's resolutions. It must have been, and that was a topic I spoke to Alex about, Mark, right? And this is, and I do think mental health now. People are walking into thinking, oh, New Year, great, gonna do this, gonna new do year, that. New me. My God. That's just stress already, yeah. innit? Yeah. That is people thinking, oh, I'm going to change myself. Why, why, why do you want to change yourself? Just because it's a new year, it doesn't mean you have to change no. everything. No. no. New year's just 
It's a different year. It's just another day. I've goals for the whole year. If you've got goals, if you want to achieve something, but don't have four. Because yeah. already you're going to think, yeah. oh my like God, my every day you're going to wake up and think, oh, go do this, go do Oh my God, I'm going literally, yeah. You know, I've got a few goals. Yeah. Um, I've got one this month. I've got a goal for next month. What, what comes after that, comes after that. But these two, well, the one goal for next month, I should have done it November, right. but the School of Agnox came yeah, up, yeah, yeah. so I, you know, it's, it's been delayed. Yeah, yeah, I'm being postponed or put off, <coughs> delayed, delayed. And I'm looking, for, I've been looking forward to doing to doing that course, mm. and you know, yeah, yeah, bring it on. But I used to set myself unrealistic goals, and when I didn't reach them, yeah. that's when the mental health would kick my ass. Yeah. But no, um. It's about setting myself reachable and reasonable goals. You know, I set myself little mini goals in between to get to get the, the main goal. That's a bit like baby steps, baby isn't steps, it? Yeah. And that's how you get to the big step then, yeah. isn't it? To mm. achieve, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, um, yeah. Uh, and I always think about, like, the new year, only because it's everywhere at the moment, isn't it? It's in all the different newspapers, mm. new year. And you'll find January now, everything on diets, detox, <laughs> you know, body workouts, you know, it's all body and it's all on your image, how you look. And I'm thinking, no, it's not how you look. Vanity is you a know? very strange thing. Yeah, and that's a massive contributing factor towards mental health. Mm. So people who have not had mental health now, right, prior to like 2000, what, what were we? 2020. Oh, it's like in the future now, 2020, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> right, so whoever didn't have mental health problems prior to 2020 may be walking into them now. Yeah. And they need to recognise if they are walking into them and yeah. dump a pressure on yourself. Just go into it, take it as it is, and just like, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. Yeah. So thinking then, what's been good for the peer review? What's worked? What's helped with that journey of mental health? And I both, and we both know, like I, I can say for myself personally, running's helped massively, podcasts have helped, that's why this has sort of stemmed. And me. Um, Friendships are, are, you know, I think really like over the last probably you say, man, five, ten years maybe it's maybe five years more apparent, but where they said it's okay to not be okay, men men can yeah. talk because it is, it is we, we know that it's more fair. Yeah. Um, well, it, well, no, it's, it's split across the gender, but we know that there seems to be this maybe not ethos, but some sort of portray that men can't. Release emotions. Yeah, it's because you put it to be masculine. That's why. It's macho bullshit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Absolutely um, ridiculous. Yeah. I used to bottle everything up. Because um, I, I, you know, I, 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 back then I was other thing. If I ask for help, I'm showing weakness. Yeah. But if you ask for help, it's actually a strength. Yeah. Um, if you yeah, don't I ask, you, you know, is that all that? If you don't ask, you don't get. So you know, if I was if I was feeling shit, I'd pick up Alex feeling like shit. You fancy meeting for a coffee? Mm. No. Years ago, that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> no. I'd be not. I'll sit with this. I'll <coughs> deal with it myself. You know, it's, 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 again, it's the old adage: a problem is a problem uh, uh, yeah, shared. Is a problem halved. Yeah. You know. And it's no way you've got somebody. Sorry, Mark. Yeah. And I think that. And that's when I became vulnerable without choosing. Mm. I had no option. I couldn't live that life anymore. Mm. 
you know, and it, it was lots of contributing factors towards it, loads and loads, I can't even go through them all because there's too many, mm. but it was me, you know, each, that building block, or I say a functional building block, it may have been functional or not functional, mm. I don't know, but you know, some were broken, some were fixed, but it was me, mm. I had to accept who I was, Yeah. and to accept who I was, I thought, right, okay, um, and I think, like I said, the last three years for me has been, because I've just said, I'm okay. Mm. I've got my, you know, flaws, but it's fine. It's okay not to be okay, yeah. do you know what I mean? And, you know, you know, the, the male suicide rates are fucking uh, yeah. astronomical, well, like, do you know, know what I mean? And, mm. you know, I've, I've lost, I've lost two, two friends recently. Um, and, you know, it, it knocked me for six, uh, the one more than the other. Um, but, you know, I, there's one thing I'm glad I failed at, and that was a suicide attempt in 2015. Um, I, I, I just wanted to do, da do damage to myself. And all I can say is, thank God for reinforced glass, because I would have gone through that window. Yeah. And so that's one thing I am, I'm glad I failed at. It, you know, it, it's still, you know, when I, when I speak about it now, I go, I go back to that place and mm. revisit the, the darkness that was going on in my head and you know it, it's not nice do you reflect often as well mark sometimes i do yeah i do see a lot in the, in the day if i've done something good i'll reflect on that yeah i don't tend to reflect so much on the negatives because no. i'm not doing so much negative negative things now as when i was in in, in addiction um Yeah. Oh, it's it 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 drives me fucking mad sometimes. Uh, you know that saying, oh, man up. Oh, yeah, My yeah, response to that is, to fuck be, off. Needs to be done. And don't you be so silly. Don't yeah. God, yeah. Don't That's be so. Awful, oh, that oh, is awful. You know, yeah. We don't choose to have mental health, and you know, people listening to this know. If you think you you know if you you think you're going on starting the journey of mental health open your mouth let people know not necessarily your loved ones and no. close ones I was just maybe, say maybe speak yeah. to your doctor or you know your GP yeah. or someone like that I think it's probably a good time to say like in our bio there is numbers yeah Samaritans yeah. Minds Young Minds Women's Aid um, campaigning against living miserably calm you know they're all in there so like, like Mark said make sure I'm and faith, you know, make sure that you actually speak out mm. because, like you say, and as when you said earlier, and that's, I, I was going to plug it then. Oh, when, when you said earlier, yeah, about having companionship and having friendship and having someone to speak to, mm. automatically people assume loved ones. They think, uh, yeah. like for myself, mother, father, mm. sisters, and then they think, well, that, like you said, actually, do you feel comfortable discussing it with them? No, no, but then those numbers, there will be someone you find some sort of link with. Mm. And that's why I said earlier about special people, and that's when I firmly believe it was faith that took, you know, or fate, sorry, that took us to meet each other and carrying this through. Do you know what I mean? But because we are like-minded, yeah. mm. and we, I, and I enjoy your company, and I enjoy what we do together, and I think... Except for when you're paying for the coffees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we haven't had one yet. Oh, no, we haven't. Oh, we haven't had one yet, Alex. 
right, well, if you could see Alex's face. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to play this back in a way and have a listen so we could, like... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Just sit in Starbucks or something. Other coffee shops are available. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but honestly, you know, and I think, you know, like we said, about turning positives, uh, negatives into positives, and then we looked at what worked. I know you're very f- active physically as well, that you go to the gym quite often. Mm. I know that rugby was a sense of, like you said, that school of hard knocks, it wasn't just, it was a family, mm. but you had that team morale, it was something that everyone, well, how many people there did you think were not going to play rugby, and you, you've done some mm. of it? Well, there, yeah. was, there, yeah. was, there was one, you know, because it was supposed to be, well, we, we all thought that one half was going to be touch rugby in, yes. in, in the, you know, the, the final game play, we, we, we were up on the understanding that one half was going to be touch rugby and then Physical. full contact. Yeah. And but no, it, it was full contact all the way through, and it was one guy who surprised me because I said to him, "I said, uh, are you going to put a bib on?" Yeah. I said, "No, my fuck, I'm going for the full contact." And I thought, it did. It, it genuinely took me, took me by surprise. I was thinking, "Okay, fair play." And I tell you what, he had a bloody storm out of a game. game yeah. He got it down the once, then he got back up. They say, "Yeah, come on, let's have it again." <laughs> and you know, to see his confidence through the eight weeks. I don't think he'd, he'd, he'd ever touched the rugby ball, yeah. but to see that confidence and enjoyment that he got from it, it was, um, it was yeah, it was good. And he's talking about sport again, because I've only ever done, apart from when I was in school, obviously did um, Britain netball, hockey, athletics, but obviously um, had children, and then took fitness up, <coughs> but that was at my lowest, so in 2017, well, 2016, 2017, I was at my lowest, and that's when I started running. Um, but then I had so many injuries, because obviously mm. I wasn't fit enough, I don't think, and they had me to a gym, and that, I went to a, um, a ladies' boot camp, but without realising, and again, fit, I think, I was meant to be there, they were all women, um, and they saved me. Uh, that girl is based in Cardiff, um, I opened up to them, and like I said, you open up to anybody, mm. and it was anonymous, and I opened up, um, and then I went to the gym, and I thought, I quite like this. You know, I started lifting weights. I was doing my, you know, weightlifting. And I looked at myself, would I ever be weightlifting? No, I wouldn't weightlift. And I was, I was weightlifting. I was thinking, and I look back, in, and I used to say, ask me about reflecting, Mark. I reflect all the time. And if I flip my life back to like four years ago to now, and that, that's like, I can't quite grasp it all sometimes. It, it's like, my gosh, I've. I'm happy. Mm. And that's what we said, you know, the, the whole society is, is warped because we're all materialistic. Have you got a house? Are you married? Uh, do, you, do you drive? Have you got a car? Yeah. You know, are you going on holidays? No, just ask, are you happy? Because mm. yeah. that is, if you, without happiness, you you can't get much else. And that, to be happy is bloody hard. Oh, yeah. To find happiness is bloody hard. I found it. I have found it. I found it probably, I would say, two years ago. Mm. Um, and I'm still happy now. And I'm going to hold on to that because I now know what makes me happy. Do you think social media then? Yeah. And I know what the answer is going to be because I, I, we all think the same. Yeah. Do you think it impacts then on Massive. mental health? Huge. But I mean, like, whatever people portray their life to be, and it's not that case. Mm. You know, everyone wants this. I'm going to fly to Florida. It's fake book, isn't it? No, Yeah, fake book. Fake yeah. book. Yeah. And I, I limit myself because I knew that was a massive indicator or whatever for me. Yeah. Um, because we all got friends who mm. I'm not boastful, I'm yeah. quite humble, yeah. I'm a very humble person, and I recognise that in myself. 
I wouldn't have years ago though, because mm. I, I just other people's views of myself got to me, and I now know who I am. And I think once you know who you are, you don't you don't identity. It's like fuck. Excuse my French. Fuck everybody else. I'm happy with who I am, mm. and I'm gonna go through my life now like that. And once I think you find that, you know when you found it. And I still got mental health. I'm not going to say, even no, though I got happiness, I still got mental health. Mm. But I still go with it. I know the triggers of what makes me happy. But like I said, I found running when I was depressed. And now it's so ingrained in my life <laughs> that I wanted to run the Cardiff half. I got rid of this in because, you know, it's one of my, like, on my bucket list. <laughs> um, for four years, I watched the Cardiff half. I watched it. Mo was in there, Mo Farah. Mm. I'm going to be in there one day, say to myself, I didn't say it out loud to anybody. Mm. I did to one person, I can't name him. Um, and he said, you'll never get in there. You must be joking, you actually run the Cardiff half. I fucking am, I will. Mm. I will be in there one day. And last year, I ran it. You know? Yeah, and I missed you. I oh, you did, you. <laughs> and I thought, no, I did it. And for me, right, that's a massive, massive thing. Mm. Because he was on my bucket list, I thought I'd never do it. I didn't have the backing, the support behind me. Because when you do take on a challenge in life, you need somebody behind you to support you. I didn't have that. Mm. I didn't have that. So it was just me, myself and I. And I fucking cracked it. Yeah, but look, yeah, sorry, swearing again. Look what that's inspired you to do now. Yeah. But that's why I think when I'd done that, Mark, I think I believed in myself even more. Mm. I got to mile 10 and I cried. I cried, I cried for probably the next three miles. Proper crying. Yeah, well, you only had the It was a nation hard to find my life. But do you know what? I cried because I thought, I had a bit of a panic attack as well. Yeah. I had a bit of a panic attack. I thought, fuck, I've nearly done this. And I speak it from my heart here, and you can probably tell, podcast won't be able to, but you, yeah, you guys yeah, will. Yeah. And I thought, God, Faye, you're actually going to fucking do this. Yeah. And I got to the last 200, I said to my friend, you have your moment, oh, I'll have mine, mm. and I let her go. And literally, I'm playing back in my mind, because I, I thought, I can just see it all now. It's just loads of people, you can see the finish line, that big inflatable red thing, Cardiff University mm. finish. And I had all that shit behind, and it was literally behind me. I'd run mm. through my shit. Yeah. It wasn't a matter of half marathon for me, I had run through my shit of like, how many years, and I, I would say it's probably four prolific years, and I just thought, oh, done it, yeah. Well, every, every step. Pick my two bananas up, Mark. Every, <laughs> every, yeah. every step you took, yeah. you were dropping a bit of the year old self off. Yeah. I didn't want to say you were. You, you no, were... it's fine. I'm having a bit of a moment now. Yeah, oh, hey, God. Fine. I haven't talked about that actually, like I just did. But how did you feel afterwards? Oh, I don't even know. I can't even think about it at the moment. I cried. Were you proud? I think I was. Do you know what? I will say, hand on heart, it's the first time in my life mm. I was actually proud, proud of myself. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And if we say... And that's hard to say. Yeah. I just, like, took a big swallow. I'm thinking it's just audio, isn't it? It's not yeah, visuals. yeah, yeah. I do a bit of both. I do audio yeah. and visual, mm. so... And because I'm a visual person... You know? Whoever's listening to this now is going to visualise that. Visualise what you've just ex- explained and try to ex- for them to experience. And like you say, someone who's starting their mental health journey would nowhere near be that level to sort of say, I'm going to do something like that, or a 5k, 10k, whatever, if, if running's for them. But what you have explained is the journey. Yeah, it's not just a run. It, no. No. You know, it's not just the... the fi- God, no. Like you said earlier, the, the endorphins it gives you, yes, it's amazing. 
but actually it had a bit more of a meaning than just oh God, going yeah. for a run. And people ask me now, you know, who did the Cardiff Half, what was it like? And I said, there's no way I can explain to him. Yeah. I was like, I've, I've got three hours, two hours? So that <laughs> was just like a snapshot yeah, of what yeah, I just yeah, explained. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it was I was running through my pain, my anger, my depression, my anxiety. I ran through it all. Mm. Because you're running in your own mind. It's, um, but it's good running yeah. in your own mind. All right, you will have bad thoughts, but you kick them out. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's like anything, isn't it? You, you kick them up when you want them. You know, it's it's managing it in a in a way that's right for you. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. I'm waffling on. Sorry, guys. You know, you know, and, and sport. You know, sports can. You know, it's not going to be for everyone. Um, photography, going for a walk, yeah. go going go for a bike ride, yeah. or you know, something that. No, I enjoy. I enjoy playing football uh, and the rugby. Um, and you know, to this even to this day, I haven't been down to Butte Park where the homeless World Cup was because I want to remember it for them seven days. Yeah. Because that it was awesome. Yeah. You know that the atmosphere and you know the people and even the referees. <laughs> <laughs> to an extent. To an extent. Shout yeah. out to all the referees out there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's that's something that's going to live with me for the rest of my life. It's going to be with me for the rest of my life. And, and I shared it with some amazing people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... Those memories are like gold marks. Oh, definitely, they, do definitely, think? yeah. And you know what, the best thing is, there's no price on them, is there? No, if I'm having a shit day, yeah. you know, I'll open my phone, mm. and I'll look at the photos of the World Cup, and I'm like, I did, did that. that, I did that, yeah. Yeah. I lived that. Um, you know, it's... Massive. Getting the age of 40, wrong. Uh, and representing <laughs> and representing your country. Um, they say life begins at forty, though. Remember? Yeah, they're saying that about fifty now. Oh, we find that. Well, we yeah, we keep going on now. We're all right. But you know, it, it's it was an amazing achievement. You know, personally for myself, and I grew within myself. In um, what well, we were together for ten days, I grew within myself as you know them ten days, and and I'm continue continuing. My journey of growth, if you like, mm. you know, you're never too old. Um, yeah, life, like life for me at the moment is good. Like I said, I have my bad days, I have my good days, but I've got amazing support around me. Um, and like uh, Faith said earlier, if she didn't have that support, she probably wouldn't be where she is now. Exactly. You know, exactly. even if you got one person supporting yeah. you. Quality, not quantity, in it. Yeah, no, exactly. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. exactly. Um, um, yeah, you know, just you know, just a, I don't know, come back, come back to it. If you are struggling with with mental health, open your mouth. That's what God gave you a mouth for. Yeah, you know, speak. And I think you do need support, and that's the hardest thing when you are in your darkest, deepest pit, where I've been many times. Mm. You can't ask. You can't. Something happens for you to be so dark and to recognise and think, oh, do you know what? I can't go on like this. I have to ask mm. my first port of call. Who do I go to? Um, Alex, I know you put numbers up earlier, mm. but even if you go to somebody, I don't know, Samaritan, just pick up the phone yeah. and just say something. Yeah. They're not going to ask you loads of questions. You know, they listen to you and. Even I do it now. Um, I write a lot, 
Um, but that's again, that's mm. my way of writing it down because then it's extracting from my brain, mind, fuzzy head or whatever I call it, mm. and it's on my computer. Mm. Or so it's, it's I've extracted it, so the shit's gone yeah. for a little bit, you know. You know, as I said previously, you know, before we before we yeah, yeah. started the, uh, recording it, I spoke to a young lady the other weekend. Well, I say spoke. I listened yeah. to her. Even if you've just got an ear, the person doesn't have to say anything. Mm. They'll listen. Yeah. Um, I have got big ears, but I've got good ears. <laughs> <laughs> I've got good ears. I can get ears well, actually, I think. I'm yeah. a, you know, I'm a good listener. And you if, know, if, yeah. if I can, I don't like the word advice, but if I can educate, not even educate. Oh, we'll go with advice. Yeah, if I can, can advise somebody can from my past experiences yeah. um, and my journey through addiction, mental health and what have you, and something resonates in that person to seek help or ask for help, then I'm happy. I'd be happy chappy. It's given, yeah. It's given them that wisdom. Because mm. you have wisdom. You have wisdom. More so than I have. You know, you, you have that experience, lived experience, it's more important than the most written, written textbooks. And do you know what I find, what you just said, Mark, I'll just brush on that, right, because I had somebody tell me something, I think it was I told them, they told me, or, I can't even remember the conversation, they, they told me, or I told them something, and it was the same, and that was it then, because mm. I can't go, we got something in common, it was negative, really negative. It was an icebreaker. But it was like, all right, okay, that's good. Nice but that was just two people. Mm. Can you imagine if I was in a room, oh, yeah. right, everybody raised their hands, well, or, you know, mm. gosh. Well, look, this is the thing, right? And I, I was going to say, like you said about picking up the phone, sometimes it's actually looking outside the box and saying, is there voluntary organisations? Is there housing associations? Is there uh, anyone that can help? And sometimes bigger groups are not as good as smaller groups mm. and it's when you find that confidence and comfortable feeling comfortable then you attend the bigger groups mm. and that's what really is should be portrayed but yeah no it's, it's so important isn't it just having that connective gp was the worst person i spoke to mm. worst person but then it's a medical background and not no disrespect to any gen, you no, know, of general course, practitioners yeah. or whoever yeah. but there tends to be a medical model mm. you know yeah. and like i said about the physical injuries they fix it mm. move on yeah and with like we say mental health it's a journey it doesn't stop and actually it's making sure you still have purpose. And that's why this, this podcast has started. I think we've covered a hell of a lot in the first episode. Yeah, mm. I agree there. Yeah. And I think, hopefully, like I said before, I said in the teasers, I said in the trailers, this was going to be a special podcast to special people. There's going to be other special people that's going to be involved in it as and when they're available. And we did say about availability and different things, and we did say about how often we were going to put it out there. And I, I've come up with an idea that we're going to do it once a month, just give a bit of flexibility to both Faith and Mark. Uh, if the demand is there, then we can do it every two weeks, but we'll see how things go. There is also an email address that you can ask questions, but we, we do advise we are not an answering service, we're not medical professionals, we, we don't have that skill remit. And that if it's needing uh, medical attention or if it needs any support, I advise contact 909 or your, your emergency services. Or if you need someone to speak to, then go to your Samaritans or GP or any other practice that way. But the email address is the big, and then it's capital MH podcast at gmail.com. Um, do you have anything else to say, guys? 
I think I've covered everything, but from personal experience, just speak out. Yes. Don't be embarrassed. There's nothing wrong with having a mental health issue, nothing at all. And I'll speak from the heart and just say, just speak out. Yeah. Don't live another day and think you can't not say anything because every day of your life is precious and just don't take it for granted and just speak out, literally just speak out, yeah. Yeah, uh, be strong. If you're, if you're struggling, ask for help. It's not a weakness, it's a strength. And it's one of the strengths that I hold, I hold deeply. Um, you know, the, the e email address that Alex just gave, any questions, just pop them down and, you know, like Alex said, we're not medical professionals, we're survivors. Yeah. And we've got life experience, and we've, so we've we, been there. Yeah, we've gone through what you possibly could be going, th possibly going through at the moment, mm. you know. No question is too small or too big, just ask away. And if, you know, anything that we discuss in, in our episode, you know, yeah. in our episodes and what have you, then, you know, if something rings a bell, yeah. and then, you know, like I said earlier, if, you know, if there's something that, I'm speaking for myself now, it's something that I've experienced in my journey, that can help help anyone. Yeah. Don't be afraid to to ask a question. Well, I just want to say a special thanks to both of you for today because I know it was, you know, talking about mental health is anxious because it's, it's the first one. Mm. Well, I'm glad you didn't see it. Couldn't see on the table because my legs were going ten to the dozen. My hands were <laughs> going. Yeah, my hands. Yeah. But to be fair, you both absolutely smashed it. So well done. And um, I want to say a big thanks to uh, CCHA, the School of Hard Knocks, for helping us sort of get started on this production. And long may it continue. And uh, yes, yeah, so the next episode, I think we're going to focus on anxiety. But as any episode, it's going to change and it's going to have other, other points that come across on it. So uh, it's been a pleasure once again, guys. And. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you as well. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it actually. It's a bloody time. I know. Months in the making. Yeah, <laughs> months in the making. Break down the barriers. Yeah. <laughs> new year. Yeah. New year, new start. Yeah. Yeah. yeah breaking break the barriers down once yeah. and for all. I reckon. But if yeah. I could say one last thing to people, just be safe. I think we'll end up. Be right. safe. Yeah. And we'll see you next uh, next time, guys. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Take care. Cheers.